live in three, two, one. Hello and welcome everyone to the No Outlet Podcast. And folks, you know it when I say it. It's another first on the No Outlet Podcast. Let's talk about it. Beer. Beer is good. That's an undeniable fact. And great beer, it's even better. And when you think about high-quality craft beer in New England, uh, you might not necessarily think of, you definitely think of Maine, but you might not think of Lewiston, Maine. But that would be a big mistake on your part. That's because you'd be sleeping on Baxter Brewing out of Lewiston, Maine, and you simply cannot sleep on them. Well, tonight, folks, tonight we have the head of sales marketing for Baxter Brewing to tell us all about what they're up to, why they've been in business for as long as they have, what's new, what's on the horizon. We're going to get to all of it. So without any further delay, please give a warm, no-outlet welcome to Devin Smith from Baxter Brewing Company. Devin, how are you? I'm good. How are you, man? Excellent, excellent. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, we what are going to. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing but the best for you guys. Um, so we're going to play a game called 20 Questions, and it always starts the exact same place. And I'm going to give you an easy one to start with. Question number one, we've got a large studio audience here, folks listening at home. Tell everybody what they need to know about Baxter Brewing. So, I mean, Baxter Brewing, I think, you know, as far as like a New England local Crapper, especially Maine and out of Lewiston, we, we try to get that, you know, hit that affordable market. I think, you know, we, you know, hit every market. We do a blueberry ale, New England style IPA, seltzers, uh, West Coast IPAs. We just want to hit, you know, that every market and be that affordable option for everybody. Love that. Uh, so a top flight beer for a uh, I don't want to call it a discount price, but an affordable price. That's a good way to put affordable it. Affordable price, yeah. Yeah, so your your title is sales marketing. What are the responsibilities inherent to that position? So sales marketing, um, Baxter, we're, we're all through New England, so we have events going on all the time, all through New England. So I upload all of our events onto our, our website. I run our website, um, any promotional graphic work, uh, as far as poster work, I design all those, oh, wow. um, around, around the branding, new labels. I do a lot of new labels, label designs. You know, I, I, I was in sales, beer sales for six years, but I have a history in graphic design and now it's kind of cool to, you know, put both of that, you know, in the one, one specific job so it's, it's pretty fun yeah that's really cool i mean and to have the background of selling beer and then also a marketing background and being able to produce labels is pretty cool and, and speaking of labels real quick and i had no idea that uh you were the person that had worked on some of them but you've got a really cool distinct and consistent look to your labels is that are you the person behind that that theme or is that a theme that you kind of just kind of got behind the wheel and kept driving with. It's kind of a wheel. We, we rebranded, uh, I want to say about four or five years ago. Okay. Um, you know, we, we had that Pomola design, but we wanted to, you know, kind of hit that media of just like outdoorsy, that ridgeline, that Baxter ridgeline. And, you know, whenever someone sees a can, they, they know, Oh, that's, that's, that's Baxter. 
you know, consistency and branding is, is key. And it's, it's really worked out with that rebranding and people love it. And it's just easier to get creative off of it. And we try to incorporate that, that ridge line in, in any design we do. Yeah. So for any college kids out there or aspiring marketers, he just gave you one of the best tips ever. If somebody looks at a product and they can instantly tell it's yours, that's a good thing. That's uh, marketing 101 right there. Good stuff. So one of your uh, seasonal offerings is called uh, Sasquatch Red. And yeah. And so when I saw that, my first thought was, well, somebody in that company has seen evidence that there is a Bigfoot. So I'm looking for you to, to confirm and corroborate that fact. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's a Bigfoot, uh, Sasquatch, however you want to call it. Um, so that is one of the labels I designed. We teamed up with Rupert's Beverage. They're a, they're a local, um, you know, beer and liquor, uh, kind of like a store in Lewiston, Auburn. And, you know, they're great partners with us. And, you know, whenever we can team up with a local company and kind of work together, it's always fun. Yeah, it's really cool. And, and is that available now? Is that seasonal now or is that later? Uh, it's seasonal now, but I believe it's already sold out. Sold out. It has come in on, yep. Hard to find, just That's- like the actual Bigfoot. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta get older when you can. We we have a new Sasquatch IPA. Um, it's going to be released probably around July twentieth, and it's going to have that whole Sasquatch theme as well. Just a different label design. Love it. So you guys have been around since two thousand eleven. Uh, long time, you know. And, and there, in that period of time, there have been, you know, some craft companies that have gone out of business. You guys have grown. Uh, let's talk mm-hmm. about that growth. So from the time you guys opened your door to now. What kind of expansion have you experienced? You know, you can give it to me a number of barrels or however you want to give it. Yeah. So, you know, with being a older brewery and, you know, we were the 16th registered brewery in the state. No way. And that was 12 years ago. And I want to say there's like, I know a few have closed, but 168, 172 breweries registered with the state now. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Competition is crazy. Obviously, you know, the whole business is changing every day um, with people just getting creative and just how you have to go in and, you know, pitch your beer. It's not like, but like back in the day when we first started, like getting 50 case displays in big stores, it was, it was fairly easier than it is now. It's almost impossible because there's so many options, you know, right. it's, it's just harder now and it's more of a competitive industry. But uh, with that being said, we're, we're constantly expanding. We got the, our restaurant, full restaurant, open seven days a week, light connected to our pub. Um, you know, and one of the, we do, I want to say 20,000 barrels a year. I don't, don't quote yeah, me on yeah. that, but um, it's quite a lot. Uh, and, you know, the last couple of years, we, we've released Coastal Haze. Um, we released, uh, Ice Storm 98, two New England style IPAs that have just been um, crushing it for us. You know, at that affordable, you know, you can get in at a 12 pack, 12 ounce. And those, and just in general, have grown our business and just being able to expand and experiment. We have the barrelage to be able to do that and the restaurant to experiment with our regulars and clientele there as well to get their, you know, thoughts on all the new pilot batches that we do so it's 
it's fun. And, you know, we have great, you know, response rates and we're releasing a new sour right now that went really well in the pub and we're going to put it in a 16 ounce can and that should be out within this week or next week. So that's coming soon. Amazing. So the fact that I am blown away by the fact that there are 170 plus registered breweries in the state of Maine. It's insane. That that is insane. And the fact that you were number 16 is really impressive. And it makes me want to go out and drink a bunch of Baxter right now because (laughs) I love people that were, I love pioneers. I love people that are are not afraid to go out there and do something first. And clearly if you were 16 out of 180, you guys, the, the people that founded Baxter had that same spirit, uh, Mm -hmm. which I love. So let's go back quick to the pub at Baxter. I went to your website. I checked it out. The place looks amazing. It looks like a place I'd want to go hang out with for, you know, for a night or, or whatever. Uh, and you guys also offer, I believe, if I get this wrong, correct me, but you can rent that place out. So if you want to have a party, a get-together, a wedding, a reception, you guys offer that ability there too, don't you? Yes, we rent, uh, we rent out our space, we do catering, um, and you know, it's right on the website if anybody is interested in you know, renting out the space. It's gorgeous. It fits a lot of people. Um, and you know, so many different Baxter beers that nobody's ever tried. They're, um, you know, exclusive just to the pub. So it's a very, very unique, uh, you know, atmosphere. And, you know, we always got something going on over there. That's for sure. That's awesome. That's a great way to stand out from the other millions of people doing the same thing. Have your own restaurant. That's cool. So let's, we got to talk about Lewiston. Uh, so my mother was born and raised in Lewiston. My grandparents lived there their whole life. I know Lewiston really well. Um, my, my, my grandfather was a business owner in Lewiston many years back. And I, you know, I heard stories of how, you know, there used to be these robust mills that were cut and sew operations and all kinds of manufacturing and like a real hub, like Muhammad Ali fought in Lewiston, Maine, like Lewiston, Maine was a happening town. And then it went through a really tough time where a lot of those jobs went overseas. A lot of those factories shut down. But the one thing that it seems has always been the case is the people of Lewiston have always been resilient, hardworking, good people. And recently there's been a resurgence with companies like yours coming in. What else can you tell people about Lewiston, which is a, it's a place near and dear to my heart, but I'd love to get your perspective. So uh, that's an amazing question, by the way. Um, So yeah, there's all these old mills, you know, and, and, we want to just support local. Um, you know, we have, we employ 28, 30 people. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it's just great to, you know, make use of that building. And and one thing that I like to say is like a lot of breweries, they build their platform to, you know, build a brewery. Right. One thing that Baxter is we, we built a brewery, in a platform that was already a mill. I love so that. we kind of just, we had to re blueprint, we had to make it work and it, it kind of makes it unique in a way. Um, you know, you're taking an old mill and you're turning it into a brewery and it, it, it's a lot of work. And sometimes it, it might not be the best blueprint in the world, but you know, we work hard and we work as a good team and um, you know, we're trying to, you know, make those old mills, you know, up and working and keep it thriving. Good stuff. And, you know, Lewiston, Lewiston is doing some great stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so let's say that you are 
either driving to work, need to pick me up, or you're going to give somebody some advice. What's the best place in Lewiston to get a cup of coffee? A cup of coffee. Jesus. Um... (laughs) He was not prepared for uh, caffeine-related questions, folks. I was not, no. I'm more of a guy that'll stop at Aroma Joe's on the way to work. Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with Aroma Joe's. I, I love Aroma I Joe's. I don't venture, and uh, that's that's a tough one. I am not the audience on that one. No, no. Let's go with Aroma Joe's because, and here's why. I I think Aroma Joe's again talking about people that aren't afraid to take on a challenge, pioneers. So when Aroma Joe's started, Dunkin' Donuts had an act like an, a complete stranglehold on the coffee market in New England, and now I'm pretty sure. And I'm going to go with it, but I'm pretty sure this is right, that they've got 42 locations in New Hampshire, which is the same number as Dunkin' Donuts has. There's, I'm that is sure. crazy. Right. Yeah. They, so they, big they have been killing it the last couple of years, and I just think the coffee is amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. That's a great answer. All right. So uh, let's talk about something that we have not mentioned yet. You folks are a sponsor of the Reggae Garden, which is happening Six nights this summer, six Friday nights at Arrowheads Resort, uh, Arrowheads Estate, pardon me, uh, in beautiful uh, Cape Netic, Maine. It's a gorgeous setting, great food, great drinks. Tell us what the people need to know about Baxter being a sponsor. What are they going to find that's Baxter-related when they go to the Reggae Garden? All right, I like it. So we're super excited, uh, very excited to sponsor the Reggae Garden. Uh, me personally, I'm a huge reggae fan, so I can't wait to come out to a couple of these events. Um, so we're looking, we're going to be offering three of our great beers, three different great beers that we uh, offer. One is Staycation Land Lager. The Hopped Up Lager, super crushable, you know, when you're out there on a nice summer day. <laughs> You're make, I'm just making myself thirsty talking about it. Um, it's a, it's one of our, it's our second best seller. Um, you know, in the summertime, it, it does really well on the coast. Uh, just a really crushable lager. Um, another offering is Coastal Haze, uh, New England style hazy IPA. Nice. You're gonna get citrus notes, super crushable. It's not bitter at all, so you know you can have more than one and not feel too tacky on the tongue. Um, and then one new one that we're offering there is Lagerita. Uh, we just released this beer. Um, it's a lime lager. So we use fresh lime juice and it's, uh, it's just summer in a can. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. So three great choices. Uh, you guys got to check it out. Go to reggaegarden.me, get your tickets. I I've been the last two years. It's incredible, but I, I got to ask you. So I noticed on your website that there is a beer called Road to Reggae. Are you telling me that Road to Reggae is not going to be available at the Reggae Garden? Is that true? I, I wish it was. It is not. Oh, my um, goodness. So, we, yeah, we team up with, uh, with Sugarloaf every year for Reggae Fest. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yep. And, you know, it'd be, it'd be cool to maybe potentially do something with this, but uh, we, we love, you know, that whole atmosphere, and, you know, Reggae Fest up there is always a good time. We've been doing it. For the last, our first year was right before COVID, so it was 2018, and then obviously COVID got in the way. And yep. this year, it was it was a great turnout for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. But that's a super crushable lager, road to reggae. 
Um, yeah. So I, got, <laughs> I, I, I love the term. You've said it a few times, and every time you say it, I laugh. Super crushable. I think that is like maybe that, that, my favorite description of a beer that anybody's ever used for any kind of beer. And I know what you mean because some beers yeah. taste great. And if you're having that beer with like a meal, a steak, something that's going to stand up to it, then, you know, you can drink it and enjoy it. But I wouldn't call it crushable. So the fact that you're calling that super crushable makes me want to zero in on that beer because that's the kind of beer I like. I mean, I mean, for, for the events and concerts, you want something smooth. That's one thing. That, I mean, we do a lot of different ranges. We do double IPA styles. Mm-hmm. We we do it all. But one thing with it, like our year rounds, they're roughly around 4.5, 5.9%. You know, it's not super bitter. You can just have more than one. That's kind of what I mean by like crushable. It's just like they go down smooth and it, it, it's they're, they're made, they're consistent, and they're, they're made to be, you know, easy drinking beers. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. I know exactly what you mean. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly what you mean. All right. Uh, how many UFOs have you seen? Oh, (laughs) um, zero. I wish like, bummer. Do you get, do you get some people that say, yeah. So it's funny. It's one of my favorite questions to ask. And I think out of the, you know, I'll say I've asked that question maybe a hundred times. And I think I've gotten like, Nine or ten people that are convinced they've seen one. Nine or ten people that saw something, but they weren't sure. And everybody else is basically what you said, which is no. But I wish I have. So um, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've seen videos of some like local people seeing some weird stuff. And like yeah. one thing, one thing that's funny is I saw I went into a black hole the other day of uh, sirens, which are like mermaids. And there's this whole conspiracy conspiracy about. Mermaids are real. I, I went into that black hole the other day. <laughs> like a YouTube hole, you mean? Like just never ending? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, never ending. Been there, been there. Um, all right, so if somebody in our studio audience or listening from home were to ask you the question, what single product best represents what Baxter stands for? And I know that's, that's a tough question because you've got a huge assortment of both seasonal and year-round beers. They all sound mm-hmm. great. But if you had to pick one, say, this is what we're going to give to represent Baxter, what is that beer that you're picking? I mean, I think the number one beer that represents Baxter is obviously Baxter Stowaway. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's our number one. It's our staple. Um, you know, it's that West Coast IPA. It's, it's got some backbone to it. It's 6.9%. You got the maltiness, the sweetness of the caramel notes in there, a little bit of grapefruit. It's just kind of like that rugged, almost, you know, just gritty, you know, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a solid beer. Yep. Now, if you were going to ask my favorite beer, I'd, there you go. I'd probably say, I'd probably say I, I'm a, I like Lager Road as far as my favorite beer, mm-hmm. but that's one thing I love is, you know, we, we hit the masses and we do so many different styles and we're super consistent with it. So, um, it just, it just makes it a lot easier. Right. Um, lager road is 3.9%, just, you know, a light style lager. And that's, that's, that's what I like. I love it. That's great. All right. So you are, are finished with a hard day of marketing the greatest beer on planet earth. You come home, you just want to chill out. You want to turn the TV on and you want the TV to make you laugh. What TV show makes you laugh right now? Oh, geez. Um, I would say, 
I know I watch a lot of Family Guy. I'd have to say. Sure. Um, what's a funny show? Family Guy is a funny show. My sister is such a Family Guy nut. She has seen yeah. like every episode I, I, multiple it's literally times. Literally, what I put put on before I go to bed when I'm in bed. <laughs> so I'm good to fall. It's just monotonous. You don't really have to pay attention to it. Because well, if I get into a show that I really like, then I'll stay up till two in the morning. <laughs> totally. Well, and and the funny thing about Family Guy is that, like you said, it's like you don't have to pay attention, but if you did you'd realize quickly that they are cramming like so many jokes per minute. It is just it, the stuff that people pick up on. And then there's the stuff that you would only see if you're like inspecting the show for the next joke. It's really, it's written on so many levels. It's, it's a great show. It's insane. Yeah. So as part of the Baxter website, which, which I'm sure that as part of sales marketing, you're uh, you've got a big hand in, there's a blog section. Uh, which, by the way, yep. hats off to you guys because most blog sections out there on most websites are not really updated. And if they are updated, the content's not so great. You guys have some really good content, and you guys seem to be pretty active on it. And one of the blogs that I noticed was a section that's like a summer playlist where you get to like put out some different songs you like, which is such a great idea. And so with that as the backdrop, what is the best musical concert that you've ever seen? Best musical concert. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I go to Levitate every year. I, I, I mm-hmm. love Levitate. I've seen Stick Figure a bunch, Dirty Heads, Elevators, Wipe. Ah, the best but there's also some some concerts that just surprise you, right? I'm gonna it's gonna throw everybody on a loop, but I think the best concert that I've seen was Tosh Sultana. Okay, you got you got to say that slower. What is it? Tosh Sultana. Okay. It was pretty crazy. It's, it's she does looping. Oh yeah 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 and, yeah yeah. So she like records a, a piece and then band. plays it back. Yep. She played at the the Portland Theater a couple years back, and it was just like I was blown away the whole show. I'm like, oh my god, this is insane! Yeah, it, yeah. it was pretty and pretty impressive. She put on a show for like two and a half, three hours, and it was no break, just her playing every instrument. It was insane. Yeah, I love that stuff, and the way it builds, it's like when they I've seen somebody else. It wasn't her, but it was somebody else doing the same thing, and it's like they they slowly layer it on, right? So they'll do one sound. And then that yep. repeats and then one more. And the next thing you know, like you wonder like, where are they going to, where are they taking this thing? It's like, you can't tell. And then, you know, 30, 40 seconds in, it's like, oh wow, there's like a song here. And then it's like, not just a song, but a really good song. I love stuff like that. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, that was pretty, that was, that was a good one. So aside from you guys, obviously work with Sugarloaf on the, on the reggae fest and aside and reggae garden, what other events do you participate in during the year? Oh, so we're, we do a lot of big events every year. Um, one big one is coming up right now. A couple big ones. Um, I'm hosting a Brews and Birdies disc golf event this Saturday. No way. Um, yep. Yeah. So it's a doubles, bring your own partner, uh, disc golf tournament right at Porcupine Ridge in Vassarboro. And we kind of do, you know, like a fun little day out there. And it's always a good time. Uh, I designed a custom stamp for, for the event every year. And, you know, it's always 
it's always a blast. Um, and then next Saturday, we throw on every year a big brew festival. So we got our Great Falls Brew Fest that we um, that we put on every year. There's 45 different breweries, um, live music, food trucks. Um, there might be even puppies up for adoption. Who knows? Amazing. All sorts of stuff. Get your yeah, brew, no, get your dog. <laughs> yep. Get it all. Wow. That's so, yeah, no, we, a lot of great brew, beers, a lot of great breweries, and it's just a, a good time. So uh, if anybody wants tickets, those are right on our website. And sure, it's, it's uh, not entirely hard to find. Yeah, no, I, I, and I bet it'd be even easier if we gave the URL. So what is the Baxter website URL? It's just BaxterBrewing.com. Look at that. There you go. Baxter Brewing. Go check it out, guys. Okay. So currently, to the best of my knowledge, you guys are distributed throughout New England. Uh, is there yep. another region that's on the hit list? Like somewhere in the VP of sales office, is there like a target over like the Midwest? Is there a target over, you know, some of the, you know, mid-Atlantic? Or are you guys just happy to continue to, you know, get deeper ingrained in New England because there's a huge market for beer, obviously. And, yep. you know, and 178 Maine, there's probably that many plus in, in, uh, in mass. So what are the plans for growth staying put and getting deeper? Or are you guys going to branch out? I mean, that's one thing right now is we're really pushing, uh, New England mass right now. Um, we have a great presence in Maine. Um, but you know, there's, there's always, it, it can always get better. It's, it's a competitive industry. Yep. And, um, you know, you're always working to, you know, get that business. Uh, one thing we might be trying to do is Switzerland and Canada. Whoa. Yeah. So that's something they do it a little different in Switzerland where they, they, you know, pick a beer and the, you know, they pick what breweries and beers they bring into the stores and they keep track of sales. And if it doesn't sell, they replace it with a new one. If it sells, it gets a better showcasing. So it's not really like owner, like operated. It's more like they control what's in and out of like Switzerland and stuff. It's very unique over there. Meritocracy. So basically you want to, you want to get better, you know, square footage, sell more beer. Yeah. Yeah. No, I dig that. Um, I mean, and obviously expanding is, it's a lot. I mean, you know, you got to, you know, get those sales, get salesmen out there. And then if it blows up then you're going to have to expand. So a lot goes into it. That's for sure. Yeah. And I'm sure you've already thought of this, Devin, but just for, you know, whatever it's worth. I mean, if you guys get into Switzerland, they're going to have to send the guy who's in charge of sales marketing over there for at least a month to go like, <laughs> check things out, make sure everything's cool. Like, I was it's thinking gonna, the same thing. It's going to take some, uh, it's going to take a real trip over there to make make sure everything's happening. Um, no, we've got, yeah, totally. We've got a, a really crack research team over here at no outlet. And I, we were told, and this is unsubstantiated, but we were told that Baxter was the very first brewery to offer all their beer in cans, which is now like the default for craft brewing, but it wasn't always that way. Is that true? Hundred percent true. And wow. I almost mentioned it earlier, and I was going to bring it back up, but you asked the question, which is great. Um, so yeah, when we opened, um, when we first opened, you know, bottles were huge. Everybody wanted you know everything in a bottle, but we took a leap and we put 
all of our cans, uh, all of our beer in cans. We were mm-hmm. the first brewery to just be an all-can brewery. Wow. That's incredible. Now, if you think about it, like, honestly, if you walked into a store 10 years ago, eight years ago, mm-hmm. and you went to the craft beer section, you would see mostly bottles. And if you saw a can, you'd think, it's kind of weird that they're, you know, it's like mm-hmm. out of the ordinary. But now if you walk into the craft beer section of any really good beer store, it's like 95%, right? Yeah, 100%. Again, you guys are trailblazers. Trailblazers. <laughs> I love try to it. try to stay unique. So here's a time machine question for you. Let's go back in time before you were of legal drinking age. Do you remember any time? And if you and if it never happened, it never happened. But do you remember a time where you were drinking, maybe with your buddies, maybe with a girl, maybe with both, that you got caught drinking underage? A hundred percent. So pick the least embarrassing. Uh, version of events. What happened? Oh, I mean, there's been high school parties, you know, running through the woods. Um, I think one was, you know, up in Jackman. We we got pulled over. We were underage. They searched our vehicle. We were sitting on the side. They took all the food. It was, and and yeah, it was just a fun time. <laughs> nice. I think you just came up with yeah. another name for a beer. Running through the woods, logger. I think that there, I think there's some potential there. Um, <laughs> limited demographic, but there's potential. Um, okay, so talk to everybody about the new line. This this surprised me when I was going through your website, and maybe I I missed something. But do you guys have a line of hot sauce? We are in the works. Wow, it is in the works. So tell us about that. That's because that's not what you. On one hand, you'd say, okay, that's a real departure for a brewery to offer hot sauce. But then on the other hand, you'd say, actually, it's not at all because what you're doing is combining ingredients to make something cool. And in this case, what goes better with cold beer than hot sauce? So tell us all about it. Yeah, no. So we wanted to expand, uh, you know, one of our uh, cellarmen, he's he's huge into uh, making hot sauces. So we he put some ingredients together um, and came up with five, four different flavors uh, of different hot sauces. So we're kind of using that Baxter brand a little bit, but making it unique in its own way. Um, I'm hoping you know to see this thing launch fairly soon. Um, but you know we got uh, you know a lot of unique, different style hot sauces. Um, you know, like a, a a dill dill pickle. Mm. Um, a uh, a hoppy pineapple, um, and a few others. That it's been a while since I've thought about them, so I don't know them right on top of my head. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cantaloupe cool. habanero, hoppy pineapple, curry pineapple. The curry pineapple. You you can put it on anything. It's amazing. My favorite is the cantaloupe habanero. It's got a little more kick than all the others. Um. You know it's. It's just something, something different, something in a in a new set. So yeah. we're pretty excited about that. No, that's really cool. I think it's a great idea. And you know, for me, pineapple flavored anything is good. <laughs> I feel like pineapple as a base, you can add heat to it. You can add a lot of different flavors to it, and it's still Absolutely. going to, you know, have that pineapple resilience there. So that's great. Um, so, real technical question: uh, How big, like? 
What is your production capability at Baxter? What are you guys cranking out there on a on a weekly or a you know daily basis? However you want to break it down. Weekly or daily basis? We hold on. I can actually get this for you. Um, because I don't want to say the wrong thing, you know what I mean? No, I appreciate that. This is this is called uh, fact checking in real time. <laughs> I'm all I'm all for it. Absolutely. Hold on, I got this right here actually. So I got all the information. We're doing a, like a distribution booklet right now, nice. and uh, it's been fun. So our production, annual production volume is 15,000 to 20,000 barrels. Okay. Um, I'd say on a weekly, I don't know how many beers we potentially put out on a week. I mean, I want to say close to 340 barrels a week. Wow. Uh, which, you know, a lot of... The average, I, th- I think, I don't want to quote, but the average, I don't know what the average is a week, um, but it's a lot. It's a lot of beer. <laughs> yep, yep, totally. That's great. And the best part about that is it's a lot of beer, but you guys are doing it with care. You guys are doing it the right way. You're hiring people in the town that you are brewing in. You guys are expanding out in, you know, different ways with food and the hot sauces stuff. So I just, I love what you guys are doing. That's really cool. We are down to our last two questions. One's easy, and I'm saving that one for last because it's the easiest question I can ask. And here's the second to last one. So we talked about the hot sauces. We talked about all the different types of beer. You told us what your favorite beer is. But now let's say that you've been given the unique opportunity to remodel Mount Rushmore, okay? And they've said to you, okay, Devin, we're going to take down the four presidents at Mount Rushmore, and in their place, we're going to put your choice of the top four beer snacks available on this planet. So you get to pick anything. It can be specific. It can be broad. But when you're having a beer and you're having a snack, what are the four snacks? Number one's got to be wings. Buffalo. Love it. I mean, you can probably write Buffalo on the mountain because it's got to be Buffalo. Wings. Yep. <laughs> totally. Uh, uh, number two, I'm going to have to go with Buffalo chicken dip. I'm a big Buffalo guy. Okay. Um, number three, it's going to, it's going to throw everybody off, but uh, we'll go with, you know, the extra flavor blast goldfish. Those are always good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like that one. Not just goldfish, the extra flavor blast goldfish. That is key. Very good. And lastly, hmm, what are we going to do? I'm a big, big fan of the, the, the extra cheddar, the cheddar sun chips. I'm going to have to go with that. Cheddar sun I'm chips? Not, I, a lot of people are going to hate that I didn't say pretzels, but I'm not a pretzel guy. No, you know, pretzels and beer cheese. I, I just, I've just never been a pretzel guy. No, I mean, I think pretzels and beer were more of like a seventies, eighties thing. Like that's old. <laughs> that that's your grandfather's beer snack, right? I mean, you gotta, you gotta go past that. It's the same flavor over and over again, and it's just, it's too dry. There's nothing else yeah. there besides. 
dryness. So I'm with you. So we got uh, four good choices there. Um, huge improvement. Okay, and we're down to our last question. So let's get the plugs out there. You're going to be at the Reggae Garden. Uh, highly recommend you guys go check it out. Go to reggae.main, reggae.me, I should say. Get your tickets. And when you're there, go find the Baxter booth, for crying out loud. And before you go there and after, go to your local beer store and ask for Baxter beer by name. If they don't have it, tell them to get it. Um, and, and Devin, why don't you tell these fine folks, you've already given it, but let's give it again. What's the website? What are the social media handles? Where can people stay on top of what you guys are up to next? So www.baxterbrewing.com. Um, all of our social media handles are just Baxter Brewing. Uh, that's Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, we try to get creative on TikTok and, you know, kind of showcase some of the people that work there. So sure. it's kind of fun, but, uh, it's, uh, it's always fun. Um, but uh, we we're very active on Facebook, very active on Instagram. And if you guys tag us in any, you know, back to related stories on Instagram, make sure to tag us because, uh, we will share that on our story as well. Love it. That's great. If you could see the audience here in the studio, they are on their feet. They are waving flags with, they've got a Sasquatch flag. They've got a, uh, They've got a flag that's for Lewiston. They've got a flag for Baxter. They've got it all. Uh, you've been great to have on the show, Devin. I, I love your company. I'm looking forward to checking them out at the Reggae Garden. Thanks for sponsoring. And thanks for thanks coming for on the show, us. man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for thanks for the invite. And uh, I'm excited to go to a couple of these, these shows. And it's going to be a good summer. Yeah. And, put, and tell your boss, Switzerland, it's got to happen. <laughs> exactly. It's got to happen. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much.